Hello, and welcome to The Real You Podcast. I'm Josh Karam, and joining me as always is Ted Karam. Hey, guys. And we have a new year approaching us. 2020 <laughs> is finally coming to an end, which is crazy. Yeah. It feels like, I think, the longest year and the shortest year at the same time. It's, mm. it's a balance depending on the day. But, as always, the end of every year, we have New Year's resolutions, right? There's something we want to change about ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think I always set myself some kind of resolution every year. Do I ever follow through with it? No. I think I probably go about four days and then say, that was enough resoluting for now. Or I just forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. But Life happens. There's a lot of things that it could happen in a year, right? And we constantly want to change it. I think in last podcast we say, you know, the night's the worst time to think about things. It's almost like the end of yeah, the year yeah. happens every night for you. So this is the end of the year. We want to change things about ourselves, but how do we do it? How do we actually stick to doing this? Like, It's a great question. And it's so important right now because there are so many things we want to improve in life. You know, our health, our financial situations, our general state of, of, of mind, you know, feeling better and not so worried all the time with such an un- unpredictable future and so much unknown. So it is so important to take a look at what's ahead and how we can create a new you in the new year. Because why do we want to create a new you? Why do we want to help you create a new you? Because when you change, that's when your life really changes. Why? Because life is like a mirror. As we've said this many times, as we sow, so shall we reap. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We can't expect our lives to really change unless we be the change. Because that's like walking up to the bathroom mirror and expecting what we see in the mirror to change without the source of that reflection changing. And so we want to talk about how it is that we can really make lasting and positive changes in our lives. So in order to improve our lives, we need to improve ourselves. How? By knowing thyself. It's all about awakening and expressing more of the real you bringing forth that inner light, that magnificence that's already there inside you. Now, you just talked about it, Josh. When we don't, what happens, right? We know it's a typical New Year's resolution story. We start eating better. We start exercising more. We start taking the outer actions to fulfill our heart's true desires to uh, bring about the positive changes we want. But a couple weeks into it, life happens. What does that mean? That means that subconscious programs kick up and start operating. Programs of separation, lack, and limitation. And what do they do? They derail us. They stop us from changing. And if New Year's can't get the kick, I mean, we we say every other day we want to, like, start a diet tomorrow or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'll, I'll begin on Monday. Right? If New yeah. Year's can't even do that, <laughs> yeah. then how do we become that change? Yeah, yeah. So that's a great question. So we need to realize how how to really change. Why is it so difficult to change? It's because these subconscious programs keep kicking up and running our lives and we're not even aware of it. That's the secret. We need to become aware of them. Otherwise, we fall back into our conditioned ways of being and the result is nothing changes. Carl Jung said, the eminent psychologist Carl Jung, he said this. He said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule and direct your life and you'll call it fate. So until we make these subconscious programs conscious, visible, until we know that they're there and we start changing them, they typically kick up and we just act like puppets on a string. These programs start 
causing us to act the same way over and over and over again. And so we end up recreating the same life over and over and over again. Now, we set goals with our conscious mind. We have intentions and desires and, and aspirations. I want improved health. I want greater wealth. I want more love. I want to make a difference. I want to be more creative. I want to be more effective in life. We point over here, over there, and we say, that's what I want. These are, And we do that with our conscious mind. But we achieve goals by a transformation in our subconscious. That's why it's so hard to change because we don't, we talked about this in Inception, remember? And when we talked about when we did the podcast on the Matrix, until we get to the subconscious programming, we do, we're not the, the the conscious willpower of our of our mind only takes us so far, and we get derailed. As human beings, we just fall back into our conditioning. When life happens, when something falls apart, something breaks, something triggers a, a program to run in us. So it's like we've talked about it before, the analogy of the iceberg. So the iceberg sits in the ocean, and, we, and only the very tip of the iceberg is visible on the surface of the water. So we only see maybe 5% of the iceberg. The other 95% is underneath, and that's a model for the conscious and the subconscious mind. So the conscious mind is really only 5%. We only use 5% of our mental capacity. Whereas the subconscious is 95%. It's hidden. It's it's submersed beneath. We don't even see it. We don't even know it's there. We really need to post that image somewhere. We need to post seeing that iceberg <laughs> always, real, it really hits yeah. with you how it big hit. that subconscious is. Yeah. And so imagine you're standing on top of the iceberg and you're pointing over there to greater health, to greater prosperity, to greater love, to greater joy and freedom in life. and Because that's where you want to go. That's your, the, the, the fulfillment of your heart's true desire. But is the iceberg going to go that way? No, it's going to go wherever the subconscious is taking it. As much as we want certain things, we need to, we need to kind of harness the power of our subconscious, bring it into alignment with our, our outward desires and our outward actions so that we actually, we actually realize the fulfillment of our dreams. So if let's, let's put one out there. I, yeah. I want to eat healthier. That's that's a big one, right? I want to lose weight that way, or I just want to feel good now. I don't want to like smoke a bunch of cigarettes and drink a carton of milk and feel horrible all the time. Like I want to eat healthier. What can someone do to avoid all of this stuff in life? You know, this thing called life that derails you from your alignment and actually stay to that action on the first day of January. How do how do we stick with this? Right. Again, you, you want to take both the outer action and the inner action because ultimately, all is one. Ultimately, you realize that outer is inner. Remember, we've talked about this before, that what do our senses show us? They're, they're vibrational, translational filters. Our eyes, our ears, the tactile body, the taste, the touch, the, the smell. They're transducers or translators of vibrational energy. And they create a picture, an experience, a three-dimensional movie of the world. Right, So here we are in the phenomenal world living a physical experience. But there's a lot of other, vib- there's a lot of other energy, mostly. <laughs> there's more energy than we're translating, far more energy in the infinite field of being that we're not translating into the, through the physical senses. So even though it appears that we're taking outer action in one sense and interaction, which is energetic action inside, it's all energy that we're manipulating. Sometimes it's in the outer forms, which they're not separate. They're an integral part of 
the larger totality of being, the infinite field of vibration, the universal quantum field. So coming back, how do you really, you're talking about, I want to lose weight, I want to have better health, I want to improve yeah. my condition, right? How do I, first, you want to know why you want that, because you want to feel better, okay? So you want, you want to know the end goal. Eating well is a means to an end goal, right? And that is feeling vital, having energy, having a healthy body, enjoying life, being able to do the things physically with your body that you want to do. You want to take the outer action. What's the outer action? Looking into a diet that's well for you. I don't just mean diet in terms of restricting what you eat, but choosing what you eat. Remember, food is medicine. Everything that goes in your body has a vibration, and it affects we become <laughs> what we eat, right? So you want, to do, you want to plan. You want to shop right. You want to get the foods ahead of time because a lot of times what derails us is emotional stress, and we haven't planned ahead of time, so we just eat what's available. And then we're not sticking to and following through on what we wanted to change in our lives, okay? So you need to plan ahead, purchase the right vegetables, foods, meat, whatever, whatever your diet is, then you have it ready and prepared. So you want to take that outer action to be prepared. At the same time, you want to look at what is it that you truly want. You want health and vitality and energy. And what you want to do is you want to see yourself already that way. Because the real you is that way. The divine in you is that way. It's almost like a sculptor like da Vinci, right? When he took a block of stone, he'd say, the angel was already in there. And I just removed the stone to reveal the angel. The real you is vital. The real you is healthy. Is Why? Because the real you is a divine light. The real you is the spark of the divine within you. And so what you want to do is, is get in touch with that feeling. And as you're taking the outer actions to eat properly and to prepare all the food, it's not that you're doing it, oh, it's such a bore, it's such a challenge, it's so labor, you know, it's so tedious. No, you're doing it not from that feeling. You're doing it from the feeling tone of being grateful for the health and the vitality. And you're doing it from the feeling of, being a healthy person. How do you do that? You want to realize there's two journeys that you're taking. There's the outer physical form journey. There's your body and you're taking physical actions and you're doing this and you're doing that. You're planning, you're buying the food, you're preparing the food, you're eating properly. That's the outer journey. There's also an inner journey. There's an energetic, emotional journey that you're on right, you know, that's right there with the outer form journey. It's how you're feeling inside. It's the energetic vibration that you're offering. It's what you're thinking and feeling as you're doing. And you want to bring that inner journey. That's taking interaction. You want to bring that inner action into effect. Why? Because the interaction, the emotional, what is emotion again? The energy we set into motion, how through, through how we're thinking. Our thoughts create our feelings. We change the way we think about a person or a situation, a circumstance, eating better. If we change the way we think about it, it changes the way we feel about it. We want to bring that interaction into play. That's the secret here because that's going to work with the subconscious programming. So the interaction becomes the fuel that will allow you to sustain the outer action long enough 
typically six to eight weeks. If you can sustain it that long, mm. you'll form a new habit. What does that mean? You will create a new subconscious program and you will truly change. How? From the inside out. It will look like it, it's the food and everything else, but it's the inner journey. It's the interaction that's as important. Definitely. I was about to say, because it does seem easy enough to do the I'm going to get a gym membership or I'll run out to the store every or a certain uh, Whole Foods store every week right, to get these right. kind of foods. But in the end, that might be a pain in the ass for some people. But in the end, it's more than that. That's stopping. Them, <laughs> it's, right? it's you it's, stopping. Yeah, you. it's t it's being you, you can commit yourself to it. You can be all in. And then, like we say, two to three weeks later in the new year. You don't even know it. Hmm. It's subconscious. Life happens. Something derails you. What's that something? It's a subconscious program that kicks up and runs, and it's separation, lack, and limitation. And so what you need to do is you want to become conscious of that. Like Carl Jung said, if you make it conscious, it cannot rule your life because you're aware of it. It can only rule you when, it, when you're not aware of it. Let's share another little technique, right? We've talked about this before. We'll reference two past podcasts for you to go check out again. One is the Be Still and Know podcast because there we talk to you about, we share how you can plant new seeds in the subconscious, right? We talked about it all the way back to inception even, right? Mm. And what does that mean? That means instead of trying to keep trimming the tree, I'm going to trim this oak tree and try and make it look like an apple tree. That's like moving, shuffling the furniture around your living room because you need to change. You want it to be different. It may look different for a week or two, but nothing's really changed. In order to change, you've got to change the source of the reflection. You've got to change the source of the vibration that you're sending out because that's what you're seeing back reflected in the mirror of life. It's a universal law. As we sow, so shall we reap. We'll never get away from that. It's a universal law. So the energy you're sending out, the vibration you're sending out, that's the seeds, the water drops, right, all day long that we're planting. So be still and know helps you it takes you through the process. This is a meditation. Go check out the webpage and download it from there. It's about how to access the subconscious. That's the be still part, number one. Quiet your brain waves. Go from beta all the way down and through alpha into theta. Now the doorway's open into the subconscious. Now you're suggestible. Just like the stage hypnotist, you've brought yourself into a state of self-hypnosis. Why? By just listening to be still and know. Quieting down the mind. And then the knowing part is knowing what? Knowing thyself, the true self. The true self is healthy, is vibrant, is love, is joy, is abundant. And that's what you're going to begin to feel as you, as you listen to it. So that's one thing. We'll call attention to that. Another past TED Talk, so to speak, another thing you can find on the on YouTube channel is the manifestation cycle. The manifestation cycle is all about how our thoughts create our feelings, our thoughts and feelings drive our actions, and it's our actions that produce our life experience. It's our actions that give us our results, right? But the key thing, and we're talking about it here in this as we approach the new year and creating a new you, is there's more than one type of action. There's the outer action, there's the inner action, there's the physical form journey, and there's the emotional, energetic journey that's intimately integrated with it. And you want to bring the two into harmony within you. You want to work consciously with both. Why? Because that's where your true power to change lies. So in the manifestation cycle, we talk about the aha method. What's that? 
That's about just carrying a little notebook with you in your pocket for the first six weeks of the new year. Just take a little pen and a little notebook, a flip notebook or a piece of paper and carry it with you. And what are you going to do? Whenever you're triggered in life, whenever something pushes your buttons and you feel negative emotion in any way, you write it down. I feel upset. Why? Because it's I saw this on the news or that person said something that got me angry or, or I feel anxious. I feel f- afraid. I feel worried. Why? Because I saw something on the internet or I read something, you know. So you take the aha journal with you. And what's this? This is all about, Josh, this is all about the process of making the unconscious conscious. That's what aha journaling is all about. So you have those aha moments You shine a light in this darkness of your mind and you see the patterns that are there. And now the patterns can't rule you anymore. As a matter of fact, the patterns will fall away just because of your awareness Mm. and you won't be feeding them unconsciously anymore. So what do you do with this aha journal? You write down three things. There's three columns on this little piece of paper. The trigger, the feeling, the thought. What triggered it in you? I saw something on TV. Someone said something. I heard a song on the radio. Whatever it may be. You write down the trigger real quick. Then write down the feeling. How to make you feel. Made me feel hurt. Made me feel anxious. Made me feel worried, depressed. Whatever the negative emotion was. And then you let it all go. You let go of the whole world. And you bring it inside yourself. Remember, this is where you're truly changing. Inside yourself. The subconscious programming. Now you let all that go and you stay with the feeling in you and you say, what is the predominant thought I am thinking right now as I feel this way? You write it down. And maybe it's that I don't know the future. I don't know how I'm going to provide for my family. I don't, am I going to be okay? You know, I, am I going to survive? Am I going to live? You may be thinking about a family member. But you write the thought down and then you look at the thought and you cross it out and you change the thought to a, a higher thought, a more empowering thought, a thought of, of a higher truth, such as, I am health. Well-being flows through me, in me, as me, as I just release all resistance because it's my very nature. It's the divine spark within me. It's my light. And nothing can stand between me and the divine, the source of my being here and now, except what I've imagined is there. So whatever the thoughts may be, Change the thought. Make it a more empowering thought. Make it a more true thought. Now all of a sudden, what does that do? Changes the way you feel. You gain control over your thoughts. You don't allow them to spiral out of control. You catch them. You, and sometimes we will spiral out of control, yeah. right? And we'll get lost and then we'll be lost in a subconscious program for an hour, two hours, two days, two weeks. Sometimes it may even take longer. Mm. But what happens is, is as you're paying attention with this journal, when, as you're writing it down, you're keeping it in your pocket and you're saying, I'm not going to allow these thoughts to pass through. I'm not going to allow myself to stay in an anxious, worried, upset state because I know that does no good for me or anyone else. And you, and you take this little journal with you and you just remember to remember to pull it out whenever you're triggered. And you write it down and you change the thought. Now you change the way you feel. You're changing the energy you set into motion. And what does it do? It, it acts as fuel for you to continue to take the outer action for you to move in the direction of your dreams. That's great. I always also, I find it, I just pull out my phone too if people have a hard time finding a, a pen and a book to carry around with them all the time. I find my aha journal to be a great little songwriter's technique because they always say, you know, keep that emotion and just let it live 
where it needs to live. Don't yeah. allow it. Put it somewhere. Put it somewhere. So yeah. it doesn't have to live in you constantly, exactly. which is great. And you know what? This is what athletes know, like Olympians. We've said this before, right? They know the power of this. That's why they sit, they listen to music, or they get in a state, and they rehearse their event. They rehearse their event in their mind, and they feel as if it's already done. Okay, so... The outer action is you're eating better, you want to change your health, you want to improve your health, you want to lose weight, you want to look better, you want to, you just want to have that energy and vitality, that zest for life. You want to see the end result. The athletes, what they do, so imagine like a martial artist, right? And they're breaking a wooden board as a demonstration. You don't want to see your hand going towards the board. You don't want to even see your hand breaking through the board. You want to see your hand on the other side of the board, already done. That's the way you visualize yourself, the fulfillment of your heart's true desire. Imagine what it, what it would feel like right now if it was already done, if your dreams already came true, if you're already your ideal weight, your ideal health, your ideal career, your ideal financial situation. Can you imagine that? Take a moment and see and feel what that would feel like, that your dreams have already come true. How does that feel? that's what the athletes do. Mm -hmm. They feel it. They know it. They're being it. Now they're rewiring the circuitry in their brain, the neural networks in their brain. Once their mind has already been there, their body follows their mind, and it brings them to that realization. That's good about interaction because there's no difference to the outside, right? Our right. mind can't tell the difference between, between the two things. So New Year's, right, where this is, this is a time to take interaction. However, I think uh, this is going to go into our our question that I have here today because I think it's a really nice thing to tie in with cycling because I, there's a lot of people out there like, oh, it's New Year's again, but nothing's going to change this year because I've had many, many New Year's before this and it didn't happen then. Right. It's not going to happen now. Am I destined to repeat this? And this person asked here, um, so many people believe in fate and that we don't control, we don't have control over our own destiny. Uh, for example, if I got hit by a meteor, I could have done things different during the day to not put me at that place. But is that in my control, or was I supposed to be there? So, a big fate and destiny thing, but I think the big thing in the end is, do we have control? Are we stuck in a pattern? Mm -hmm. Is that are, are some people destined to be stuck in a pattern? Or can we change the fact? Can we change, like... Great. Not even New Year's, like someday right. can we change the cycle that we're in? At any moment. Great question. And this is so important right now because it illustrates the challenge that we're all facing with so much uncertainty in the world. This reminds me, Josh, of the whole broken leg phenomenon, remember? Or the, or the, or the flat tire, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're driving the airport, you're trying to get somewhere, well, not today necessarily, but in the past, you're driving the airport, you're trying to get somewhere, it's an important meeting, and your car gets a flat tire and you miss the flight. God forbid the plane crashes, right? Yeah. So, or, you know, the, the son who broke his leg and the father say, or the parents say, oh, that's just so terrible, but they come the next day, there's a war and they need, they need men to go fight, mm -hmm. and so the sun is spared. Yeah. So things look bad sometimes on the surface, but can turn out to be very good. So the question becomes, as you say here, destiny. You destiny, know? yeah. Destiny, destiny. What, how's that going? I didn't know if you were going back to the future for a second there. Which destiny do you want to go with? Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> so anyway, uh, is it written? In other words, it's, uh, are these patterns just patterns that we play out and that we have no control over? It's an excellent question. 
And it's so important because it, ta- it ties right into what we're talking about and being able to create a new you. And that is destiny is just like choice. It's a function of awareness. It's a function of our vibration. It's a function of our awareness of our ability to truly change. So on one level, when we're only at the surface level of consciousness, remember that analogy of the ocean and the waves, and we're just in beta brain waves and we're just in rational, logical thinking mind, we only see the surface level and everything's separate there. The waves, you're a wave, I'm a wave, everything and everyone is a wave and it's just chaos up there. Everything's just, there's no order, there's no harmony, there's no unity, it's just everything's banging around and we're just all trying to survive. That's one level of consciousness. And when we only perceive that level of consciousness, we live into it. Then we believe in destiny. Then we believe Mm. it's written. I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. That's why I got hit by the car. That's why this thing broke or that's why my house burned down or whatever it was that happened. We blame the outer world. We just call it fate. But when we sink down into the depths of our being, when we get into that subconscious, that iceberg below, and we realize, oh my God, there's so much connectedness with all things. And we didn't realize that before. We didn't see it. We we begin to see how we are as a wave connected with all the other waves and connected with the whole of being. When we realize that, we begin to see the interconnectedness of things. And we begin to glean how we're actually more energy than we are physical. And that when we begin to work with that energy, when we begin to change, the, we actually begin to realize we can change ourselves. And when we change ourselves, we change the energy we're projecting, we change our experience in the world, what comes back to us. We actually begin to realize the truth, not through some intellectual understanding, but through direct experience, because direct experience is what really teaches us. That's how we. Re- when you have a direct experience of something, it becomes real for you. Even if other people say, "What do you mean you saw your past dead relative, or you, or you had a vision of the, you know, I didn't see that, or see this plant here." Some people can see an aura around that plant. Most of us can. Well, are those people just crazy, or are they are they seeing in different dimensions? Are their eyes attuned in bandwidths to translate frequencies that? The mass mean chord of humanity is not translating. So as we begin to see, as we begin to, remember we talk about our awareness expands, we begin to experience ourselves no longer as just a little drop in the ocean of existence. We begin to experience ourselves more and more as that ocean, as one with all things. And we begin to see that our we have an energetic influence over things. And when we know that, and we begin to experience that, and it begins to happen. Like if you go ahead and you change yourself in this new coming year, and you work with these subconscious programs, and you take inventory of your reactive conditioning, and you transcend it, and you neutralize it, and you form new programs that are in alignment with what your heart truly desires, then you'll begin to know that you do have an influence over reality. And far greater than you ever, ever imagined. Yeah, no one's forced to live in a cycle. We have control to change a cycle. We're, we're not doomed to a circumstance. We're not doomed to a circumstance. And, and, you know, it's so powerful because a lot of times, you know, we'll talk with people in our family and friends and stuff. And this gets into prayer, right? Like they'll pray, we'll be praying for 
improved health. We'll be praying for love. We'll be praying for better conditions, not only for ourselves, but for our loved ones in our communities and our world. And a lot of times we'll say, well, why aren't our, why aren't our prayers answered? Because we have to remember this. That, too, is a function of awareness. That, too, is a function of being connected, finding that communion with source, being, you know, making our one-ment, finding that at one-ment, that unification with divine presence, which is omnipresent, which is here in fullness everywhere. We exist and move and have our very being within this quantum unified field that we call the divine presence, God, good. So good is here. That's why when we seek first the kingdom of good, all good is added unto us, right? When we're here and now, the good, well-being, love, joy, abundance, prosperity, health, excellence, genius, peace, is here. That's your natural state. Your natural state of being is the divine light that you are. And when you're tuned into it, you feel it, it flows, you express it. When you're not, it doesn't. When there's resistance, when there's some kind of resistance of what is in this moment, it stops the flow. You cut yourself off from source and you experience it. So really, it's all, it's really a matter of realizing that our thoughts do shape our destiny. Having that direct experience is all about making the effort inwardly to take the outer action to change ourselves, change who we know ourselves to be so that a greater expression of what we truly are, our divine nature can come forth. And that's what's called dying unto the past, dying unto separation, lack of limitation. The challenge is it's dying unto who we think we are so that we can express a more true, a more enlightened, a more loving, a more giving, a more empowered, a more lit up version of ourselves. Great. Perfect. We start taking that interaction. We we can change whenever. It doesn't even have to be New Year's, but no, yeah. we don't. You know, don't wait till New Year's. You, the time to change is always now. now. There it yeah. is. Because there's no other time. When we say we'll start on Monday, we'll do it next week, then that's just a program. That's just a program of procrastination. And as a result, we just continue to feed that program. That's why our lives look like they did yesterday and last week and last year and two years ago and ten years ago. We're recreating our life every moment of every day, but when the same programs keep kicking up and running and we just start reacting like puppets on a string, nobody's home anymore, we're not there, and life just continues to look the same way for us. Great. Amazing. Well, thank you for another great conversation, Ted. This one, I think is it's just very appropriate right now, and it feels good to be talking about this. Uh, thank you all for tuning into The Real You. We did reference a couple of other things you can check out, so this is The Real You Podcast. Uh, we're on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check us out there. You can also check out the Be Still and No one. We'll make sure to link these specific ones in the description below. But also a TED Chalks manifestation cycle you can see on the YouTube channel along with our other podcast, Intermedia. We just had a fun one about the holidays. We talk about a lot of film and TV through there and eventually we're going to be talking about books as well because there was we've been reading his dark materials and I'm not going to lie it's <laughs> especially with the Wait, show yeah. yeah oh my god Grace, so Grace good... our, my sister's really been getting yeah. us on to it so oh. we're going to there's some talking great about stuff that there. too. Yeah. yeah. So just be prepared for that. But yeah. uh, the most important thing is if you want to ask us questions that appear on this podcast, if you want to also just 
email us in general, get in contact, learn all about what The Real You is, check out the meditations that are on sale, go to therealyou.net, which is T-H-E-R-E-A-L-U.net. From all of us here at The Real You, we want to wish everybody a very safe and happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. And remember, the podcast, thank you for tuning in, but we also want to help you tune into The Real You. Thank you, everybody. This program is copyrighted in 2020 by Chrysalis Point. Thanks for listening.